Welcome to Depths of Creation, a podcast to explore your creative expression, emotions, and pleasure while you make art out of everyday life. I am your host, Rachel White, a creator, author, speaker, and your guide towards exploring and expressing the depth of your primal and sacred creative energy. Let's get into this episode. In this episode, I dive into a conversation with the beautiful Brooke Herft. Brooke was a client of mine while she was bringing both of her amazing books to life. And I just love Brooke's energy. It's just so like so much fire energy, get in, get it done, have a vision, instantly manifest it into form. She is amazing. And the process that she went through to bring her first book to life, but also her second was just so amazing. She reached out to me. We had like a one-on-one call and then, um, like it was like a week, less than two weeks, but I think it was actually one week later. She reached out to me to let me know that the writing was done and that she was ready to like move into the publishing phase of her book which we worked together in as well and um, her book is just such like a really beautiful piece that really shines a light on her voice when it comes to mental health and the things that she advocates for and her second book is a really really beautiful compilation of affirmations and inspiring words as well that came together in such a beautiful way and I'm so honored um, that Brooke trusted me to help support her bring the vision that she had for her books to life. Brooke is a officially published author um, since mid last year. She's a blogger. She's also an early childhood educator um, and she has a passion for mental health and uplifting people and being a positive influence in people's lives. So enjoy this conversation um, that I had with her to gain some inspiration for your own book writing process. Hello Brooke, I am so excited that you are here with me. Welcome onto the podcast. Thank you, I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I am so excited as well and I'm so excited to share more on your book writing journey. Um, For everyone listening, I, I know that there will be so many like golden pieces of inspiration and, and wisdom and all of that to share. So let's dive straight in to your first book, The Movement of the Anchor. So this was in mid-2021, um, mid last year. And this book came together like so quickly from the point <laughs> you reached out to me to the point that you were like holding your physical copy. So I would love to share like in your own words, the process of this book from like the beginning idea to you like holding physical copies. What was that entire process like for you? Overall, it was so exciting just to be able to manifest and be able to create something so physical. Mm-hmm. Um, so the movement of the anchor is very much dived into like mental health and your emotions. And as you would know, it was such a quick book to write because I have been through so much adversity and that book had a lot to do with a best friend who passed away. But for me, Yes, it was emotional to write, but for me, when it comes to my emotions, I I gather them so quickly. Like I want to like take ownership of them and I want to be able to create something from it. You know, like I don't want to 
see them as like a triggering thing that, you know, I want to be able to create hope from my emotions. And for me, that book is something that I really wanted to write based around mental health and him. Mm-hmm. So it was very quick and easy for me to write because once I get fixated on my emotions, like I can just, yeah, release. <laughs> yeah. And do you remember like the moment you were like, this is going to be a book, like the story that you wanted to tell in it? It was pretty crazy. <laughs> um, like I remember doing my um, mentoring with Carlo and, you know, we just came up with the idea of writing and then, you know, we're talking about my mental health with him and we're just saying, you know, manifest it and it's going to happen. And then I reached out to you and like, this is it, like I'm doing this. So, yeah. yeah. So it was really like as soon as the ID dropped in, this is going to be a book, it was pretty much go time and... <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because I finished up with Carlo's program. I think it was, uh, I don't know, May or June or something. And then I reached out to you like I reckon a week or something later and that the book only got published I reckon a few weeks later just because mm. I just dived into it. So, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Do you want to describe like your writing process? So in like the two weeks' time that you were writing, um what was that process like was it just like every day you got up and wrote did you have like a ritual what what was your process um with the process like I made sure I set time aside to write every single day um and for me I remember clearly like because my chapters like there's only six chapters in the book but I was able to like smash out like a chapter I reckon like every night or every second night and it was very easy for me to do it um you know in terms of ritual stuff I always made sure you know I had my candle lit I just really wanted the scene to be very relaxed and I wanted it to be like a nurturing space for me where I could really use my emotions and the process of you know my thoughts and put it into the manuscript um mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah Amazing. And what was your experience with writing before that book? Before writing the book, look, I back in school, I was never someone who liked English and everything like that. You know, I just hated the idea of it. But back in year 12, it ended up being like my best subject, which was awesome. But even when I finished school, I was like, I'm never going to write again. And, you know, like, I'm not going to do this or that. It just wasn't for me. And then, I don't know, I just found this massive interest in, like, mental health and positivity and affirmations and everything after school that I started writing, like, a mini blog just as a hobby for myself and just something for friends and family just to view. And they really loved it. And I remember people, like, giving me the idea of writing a book, but I just kind of like pushed it aside. I'm like, no, like, it's just not for me. I can't see myself as an author. Um, But yeah, writing the blog was just something that came so organically and just so natural that writing this book was so easy to do. (laughs) And how long, how long were you writing your blog for before the book? Um, So I had two blogs. Well, I had yeah I had a blog so that one I wrote I reckon for about a year and that one I stopped the minute my best friend passed away so that yeah just like it's almost like I lost all hope and lost all the passion for writing so when he passed the blog stopped and then when I reached out to Carlo for the program he helped me re-establish like a brand new blog like a I guess a rebirth of the blog so the first blog was called Continuum 
And this new blog I've got now is called The Breath Taken. And it's in regards to, you know, you know, it's about him, you know, someone's breath has been taken away, but I also wanted that to be perceived if, within the blog with what I write. So it's like a two-on-one thing, but it was pretty much like a rebirth of the continuum. Yeah. Amazing. And I love that, like, the continuation of, mm. like, refining your writing skills and expression through your blog, and that just really naturally assisted you in in writing your book and made the writing process so much easier and really like collapsing time around the time it took you to bring that book to life which is so amazing Mm. amazing so what do you feel like were um the elements that supported you the most when writing whether it was like work that we did together or things outside of that um what do you feel like really helped you bring it to life as quickly and efficiently as and potently as you did I guess the elements that really helped me navigate the process of my writing, obviously, definitely you, because you were an amazing mentor, you know, amazing support, definitely recommend. (laughs) Um, But also had Carlo's support as well. Like he's been with me from the very beginning and he just really helped me manifest it really hard. And just having a really good support system of friends and family, like a lot of them didn't really know about the whole idea of me writing a book until I was like midway through, but when I started reaching out to them, telling them about it, I just got so much support and wholesome love through everyone. I was like, nah, I've got this. I can do it. Yeah. Just a lot of guidance and support from people was definitely like a key element for me. Yeah. And what was it like the work that we did together? What were the elements that you feel like were um, the most supportive or like the most guidance that you needed? I think the most guidance was more about the manuscript in terms of how to write it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty much like not so much how to write the words, but it was more, I guess, with the layout of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that was pretty much the main element for you and I. Yeah, definitely. I find that that's like so common that so many people have that book inside of them. And once the structure is set up, the flow just comes out so much more effortlessly than than most people think that it will. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Amazing. And I just wanted to um, talk a little bit about like your background. So like you, um, like you had your blog, but that wasn't really monetized as far as I know. And you were working um, like your career and stuff is in a whole different area. So do you want to share just like a little bit more about your background and like how you feel like it ties into your book writing or do you see your book writing as just this completely separate (laughs) thing um it's sort of separate so for me like I've either worked in retail or I've worked as an early childhood educator so I'm always involved with like the little ones every day and you know my the first book like the movement at the anchor had nothing to do around with early childhood or anything like that and same with my second book but yeah I think it's just something that came completely separate but you know within work I'm always writing things for the children in terms of observations and just really being that main mentor for them I suppose as well and being you know like you know, a, a teacher for them really and teach them a lot of guidance and teaching them a lot of kindness and ways, you know, that we can work around things. And I think that was huge, um, which helped with the book as well. Yeah. 
Amazing. Okay, let's talk about your second book, 365 (laughs) Messages That Were Meant to Find You. So that one was published in November, so like less than six months after your first book. When when did you start writing your second book? Was it straight after or did you give yourself Um, a little bit of space? I think I gave myself like I reckon a month or two. Yeah. <laughs> because as I put in the blurb as a quote from you, um, what was it? Got my book right here. My get in and get it done energy, you know, like <laughs> that's pretty much me. Like I just bounced off with so many ideas, like, nah, this one I need to write. Um, this one is a little bit different as opposed to the first book. Um so 365 messages that were meant to find you is, you know, it's a book full of affirmations from the first day of the year until the last day of the year. So it starts from January 1st and goes right through till December 31st. And for me, these were really important to me because I've always been someone who has established positive thinking and the art of kindness. And we are in a world where there's just not enough going around you know I I have this trilogy for me where love kindness compassion is a massive thing for me and in the in the world that we live in now there's not enough of it and for me I think that element like these affirmations in the book is what's going to help and I really want people to utilize these affirmations and the you know I guess the reasoning behind these pages for them Mm -hmm. um and it's a much bigger book as well than The Movement of the Anchor. So, yeah. Yeah, amazing. And it's such a beautiful, like, companion book to have with you for the whole year. It's like one page a day, um, simple little read, but such, like, powerful, beautiful messages of positive thinking, kindness and all of those things. So, mm. yeah, amazing. So how was, like, the writing process for this book different from the first one or was it kind of the same, just setting the time, lighting the candle um, or were there any extra challenges or did it flow more effortlessly? What was your, um, yeah, your expression process? How was it different between your two books? Um, with this one, I think I, yeah, I personally struggled to write this one as quick as opposed to the first one. Obviously being a bit more of a longer and lengthy book, it did take up a bit more time, but I think at the beginning I was still a little bit, I guess, burnt out from the first book where, you know, I took things a bit slower, but, you know, I still had that energy where like I wanted to get shit done. (laughs) Um, But then when it came to midway through the book, I was uh, writing the book. I just said to myself, no, I'm going to get it done. And I have this goal. And Mm -hmm. I always said, you know, just the type of book that it is, you know, I wanted it to be released before the new year. So people could start the book for January 1st as well. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, it's getting done before the end of the year. I don't care. (laughs) Um, That was pretty much my attitude towards it. And that really pushed me to writing more and you know making sure I did at least half of a month um every night pretty much so I do like January 1st to January 16th or something one night and then I finish off the other half of that month another night um yeah. just so I utilize my time effectively um yeah amazing and I want to talk about how 
after you published, you found that there were two dates missing. Um, like, let's talk about that a little because I know at the time it was like really kind of like stressful and a little disheartening. So I want you to talk about that now with like the little bit of hindsight that you have and like the space you've had to process. Oh, like, talk us through that kind of like realisation Um <laughs> to like fixing it and all of that talk us through that process oh damn I was really hoping you would not mention that (laughs) um no it's so fun um yeah so obviously I had this you know awesome feeling you release your book it's published people are purchasing it it's all great and then one of the girls at work purchased um, a copy of mine and she just happened to land on her birthday and it wasn't there um, and I remember that day so clearly I was so upset I was yeah I was so frustrated within myself because you know all this time and energy and creativity being produced for this book and then you know you come to realization that like a date isn't there and then you just have to navigate your way through the whole book again and really search for any other missing dates and it turns out there was another date that was missing like it was only two but for someone who's so gentle on herself all the time and for someone who has a lot of passion for writing and for someone who really wanted to get this out you know ASAP and just get the world to view it and then realize you know two dates are gone it really took effect on me because I, I really was hard on myself because and I guess I had a lot of expectation for me in the book. Um, but it turns out it was a pretty simple fix. You know, I reached out to you. We got, did another like proofread and it was all good. And then we just realigned the book with two extra dates and there was no problem there. And when publishing through Amazon again, you know, the process was so easy. It took like less than 24 hours. So then the new copy would be produced online again. So I felt a lot better knowing that, you know, that process took so quickly um, and it was pretty effortless as well. So, yeah, just fun and games of writing, I suppose. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I think that it can be, like, when you put so much effort into something, like, it, when you, like, and you've checked it over so many times, and you realize that that's the mistake. And that was like, you had, I think you had already ordered, I think it was like at least 10 physical copies of the book. So it's like, yeah. you had them <laughs> as well. So, you know, it can't, but you know, now you know that it's like such an easy fix. And I, I really do believe that everything in the process is so like divinely orchestrated and that lesson will probably serve you well, like for your next book and like all your ones after that. <laughs> um, it was, and it's all good in the end. And I think that's just such an important message for everyone listening as well, that even if there are little mistakes, they're so easily fixed. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and I wanted to take a moment while we're talking now about this book is just like to really celebrate like the the success you had for this second book like it made ranking it ranked into I think all the categories that it was in it reached number one in like a few you can like give the exact stats if you want but I think it reached number one in a few new release bestseller lists and I think it even ranked in um the overall bestseller list like outside of just new releases so um but do you remember like the exact stats that it got 
Yes, I've got it quickly on my phone. Hang on, give me two seconds. Um, I think like the first one, you messaged me about it. And yeah, we found out that I was in the top 400 books under the self-esteem category for like new release bestseller. And when I found that out, I was just so shocked because I just wasn't expecting it. Um, and from that day, you know, it, the ratings just changed from like to number 34 to number five to number one and just being in different categories of being the like top 300 top 100 lots of these different categories um but I think what the best one for me that I really wanted to get into was you know the self-esteem category um and the behaviorism one as well and for those categories I'm pretty sure I got to like ratings number five and stuff and um yeah it was just pretty crazy just to be ranked in different obviously ranked differently in different categories but obviously know that my book meant that my book means a lot you know in these categories and people can search for them in these categories and just how they do align with those categories um and another important one I really wanted to be ranked in was um emotional self-help and psychology of personality as well because these collections of these affirmations within the book they're so different you know they range from I guess your social health and like your physical health and your mental health and just your whole holistic well-being and everything you know so to be ranked into different categories that mean different things it was so important and I was just so stunned and even just thinking about it right now still like it really takes my breath away because I just wasn't expecting it it's an amazing feeling yeah definitely it is it's so it's so amazing because it is um it is just the reflection on like the reach that your book had and like the investment other people were making in your book um and it's like you know it's not about necessarily you didn't write the book to make it into those lists but it's just like an amazing milestone and, and celebration point for you yeah, and I think that really made me feel a lot better because I remember these rankings came in, I think it was like a week after I had the two dates missing. So after reproducing the whole book again um, on Amazon, you know, and then finding out that the ratings were all different and I was ranking high in these areas, you know, it just it's almost like I forgot all about what had happened you know Mm -hmm. I was just focusing my energy on something else and I really liked that feeling so yeah yeah amazing and do you feel like making your second book was like the process was easier after going through it with one book like do you um, feel like you just have the process down pat now and you could just do you have a do you have another book that you've started writing if you if you want to share look I don't have another book yet um I'm still in the process of that and obviously it's been a lot more like there's been more months since this one's been released and I haven't thought about a new book but I do have ideas whether it's a children's book because you know I do work with early I am an early child educator so I do love all my affirmations as I said and kindness and I guess the whole mind body and spirit aspect and for me that being such a big part of who I am I do love to teach that to the children that I do work with so whether I do write a children's book based around that um, something obviously very simple for them to engage with 
um, that could be something down the line. I'm not too sure. Otherwise, I reckon some affirmation cards um, would be another good idea too. And I have had a lot of friends and family and just people who I don't know, but, you know, have purchased this second book have suggested it to me. Um, so if it was in terms of writing a book again, I think I would pretty much have that down pat. But obviously, as you know, getting those trim sizes and the bleed things yeah. and all of the fun stuff that we got to do to work with the cover of the book and everything, that bit annoyed the crap out of me. So I probably would reach out for that again. But um, the whole affirmation card thing, if I do reach into that aspect that one I would just need to look into a bit more because obviously I haven't produced anything like that before. So that one mm. would take a bit of research and another platform. So, yeah, you yeah. can. I've made a set of like journal prompt cards. So you can definitely reach out when you're ready and I can tell you some <laughs> things I wish I knew at the beginning of that process when yeah. you're ready. Um, amazing. So for anyone like listening that's really like vibing with you, what what message do you feel like you would have to share for someone that's like thinking that they want to write a book, but you know, they don't really see themselves as a writer or like um, maybe they do have a blog. Like what, what is the message that you feel really called to say for anyone that's thinking about maybe writing a book? I guess for me to you, it's all about blooming with your truth. And you know what, that is a chapter within my book for the movement of the anchor that is the name of chapter six you know bloom within your truth you know navigate how you want to say something change the narrative on something change your thought patterns really get into that mindset of writing that book you know if it's something that you want to manifest in if it's something that you can see yourself doing don't let anything or anyone stop you, you know, blooming within your truth because it will obviously mean a lot to you. And if you're thinking about doing something like this, then obviously it's the right call for you. Mm-hmm. So if you are going to be writing, I can't wait to see it all come to life for you. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here, Brooke. And thank you so much for chatting um, and for just sharing the magic of your books in the world. I'm so excited to see what you do next and um, the, the next writing that you put out. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for including me. And this was my first podcast for the book. So it was very exciting to be part of. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Connect with me at by Rachel White to continue this conversation. I would always love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me in your stories or leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.